Live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. This is WMVP WSAG HD2 Chicago. Now, back to more. Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. A good Karma Brands radio station. Seven. Hurts lofts it for Smith. It's a touchdown. Devontae Smith. Yeah, the first down pass play. Jalen Hurts has been locked in so far. Wants it all and has Brown. One player to get in the end zone. AJ Brown for the tenth time this year. Four to choose from near side. Instead, Hurts takes off and gashes him. Touchdown, Philly. And it's Jalen Hurts on the ground. Another carry for Sanders, and this one breaks loose. He's headed for the end zone. Touchdown. Uh, that's Jalen Hurts, folks, right now, your MVP leader, and he's coming, your leader for the MVP uh, right now, according to the odds, and he's coming to Chicago this weekend. Uh, 22 touchdowns. This is what's amazing. Three interceptions. Just hasn't turned it over, York. 22 touchdowns, three interceptions. That's better than 7-1. to one. For Jalen Hurts yeah, this year. It's pretty good. His quarterback rating, uh, he has now uh, surpassed Tua because Tua struggled uh, the last couple weeks, especially yesterday. He really struggled. Boy, Tyreek being a little limited really made a difference. Uh, 108.4. That's the best in the league, Yurko. He's completing 68% of his passes, and he's got 10 rushing touchdowns to boot. So in year three, after starting four games as a rookie and then uh, 15 last year, he is now in the MVP conversation and really has been most of the year. Can we be saying the same things about Justin Fields a year from now? For the Bears, that seems a little unlikely. Yeah, a little I think Yurko said it. Their roster needs so much work, it might be still, instead of year three for Justin, year four. Or are we getting ahead of ourselves? I don't know. I mean, I, I think the kid has grown up tremendously. I think Justin has been... It's been eye-opening, quite frankly. It has Uh, been eye-opening because of the travel, because of the the distance, the displacement from where he was in his first game and to where he was the last game that he played. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like he's getting it, right? It's a tremendous displacement. But in the the, uh, comparing to quarterbacks that are established in this league, Mm. how close is he to being that quarterback? Still a while. Yeah. Still a ways to go. Everybody's enamored with what he can do with his legs, and that's great. We're all enamored at it. It's more important what he's doing with his arm. Mm-hmm. And that's where the exponential improvement's going to be coming. Mm. And his ability to see the defense and his ability to get the ball to where it needs to be on time and the willingness to pull the trigger. That's when the exponential growth will happen. That's when you go, whoa, hello. Yeah, hello. Now this kid's quarterback. That's yeah. where it's going to happen. And Jalen Hurts and is And it started, though. The good thing is the process has started. It's there. You can see it. I know. Uh, since week seven. So it's a pretty good sample, folks. Since week seven, and we're wrapping week 14 tonight, Justin Fields is top seven in the entire NFL amongst all quarterbacks in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation, adjusted EPA per play, and success rate. He is top seven in those categories. And the completion percentage... Over-expectation stuff is encouraging because, like Yurko said, he's gotten so much better from where he was like weeks one through six that it really makes you believe that the decision-making is better. 
He's starting to understand it more. He's starting to show a little bit more of a willingness to pull the trigger and put it into some of those tight windows. Still got to get better. But those are very encouraging signs. And J- Jalen Hurts, when you watch him right now, is is operating that offense with full mastery. I mean, they're just, look, they do things well. They've got a lot of skill. they got the O-line that we, we dream of as Bears fans, right? I mean, they really do. Yes. they got an O-line that you dream of. Solid. I dream of the Lions O-line, Yurko. The Lions O-line has been great. Well, remember, they were criticized. Remember, everybody's talking about them, but they built their O-line and their D-line. And they got the kid uh, Sewell. Pinay Sewell last remember, year. They got and their, then Hutchinson uh, this right, year. They're getting their people, and they're building on the lines. What are they I, doing? Lines. Then you find an Amon St. Brown, right? In the fourth round. Right. And then you get another guy this year that just Jameson got Williams. healthy. Yes. Yes. Running back, Swift. Williams, DeAndre Swift. Diamond does. Diamond does. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Dude, would anybody know that Jamal Williams leads the league in touchdowns? He leads the league, right? The running back. Yeah, he's got yes. them because he's got a ton of red zone touchdowns. Yeah. You know, would anybody know that? I don't think anybody would. They I would mean, think Derrick Henry or they would think oh, uh, your high-flying fi- football teams, Miles Sanders. Right, Miles Sanders. Right. right I yeah. think Philadelphia scores a lot of points. Maybe it's Miles Sanders. Maybe it's the kid down in Miami. They score a lot of points down there. Jamal they, Williams has, yeah, you uh, you think uh, like Tyreek or the or yeah, um, that's Jalen, right? The running back. Oh, oh, you're thinking of Mostert or Wilson? Yeah, Mostert. Um, yeah, fourteen rushing touchdowns uh, for Jamal Williams. That is the most in the. I mean, that's like almost more than he's had his entire career. But he's been very efficient in the red zone. What did I tell you? Well, I might not have told you. We talked about it on the odds couple. Mike and I did. They're efficient in the red zone, man, and they're unbelievable at home. The Lions are averaging 32 points per game at home. Yep. They've won three of their last four at home. The only loss was to Buffalo and on a field goal at the end of the game on yeah, Thanksgiving. That's right. They look like they were going to have them. No, they only have one home game left this year, and that is against the Bears in Week 17. Boy, you'd want it against a better opponent, wouldn't you? If, if you're Detroit, wouldn't you want a better team to play there since you're so good at home? No, I, 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 if you look at the remaining part of their schedule, oh, and if they could switch and put another team at oh, home, yeah, yeah, I see to give them a better about. chance yeah, yeah, of yeah. winning than having it against the Bears. Yes, I would think they would want to switch. I see out. what you're saying. You'd Maybe like I to didn't swap enunciate that. that well enough. I, I didn't give you, you enough details there. I got what you were saying. Now, yes, yeah, you're right. Like, man, we'd like to trade one of these road games, for, right? <laughs> even we though it's play a tougher the Bears opponent. in Chicago, right. but we want this one at home. Do you think they're going to make the playoffs? They're now six and seven. The Giants are the seven seed, but as we've told you, they're slip sliding away because they're just not that good. They're seven, five, and one. They basically have their season on the line, I think, this weekend. The Giants do. It's the rematch against Washington. They tied last week. Washington was on bye this week. They come out of bye and they have that rematch. And that's basically, I think, going to be the season for the Giants. I mean, the Lions might make the playoffs, you guys. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Washington has got the seventh seed. I saw that yesterday. They take over for the Giants. Uh, why did I did I look at that wrong uh, yeah, this morning? I, I was it, on it yeah, this morning. I got an NFC. Washington at seven five and one is on top of the New York Giants. The Giants are in last. I saw it yesterday when the uh, uh, they the flashed it during Fox. the uh, Dolphins. The Washingtons uh, are the game six. Too. The Washingtons are the uh, Washingtons the sixth seed. Oh, is the it? Giants are seven. Okay, I yes. apologize then. Thank yeah. you. Washington is. Yeah, the Lions are right there. The Lions are right there. Right there. Uh, the New York, uh, the schedule gets, it gets hard for these teams, you know, coming down the stretch. New York and the Commanders. Yes. They, they play each other. It's this week. Is the, for them and their seasons are on the line. Then the Vikings. Then the Colts. And then the Eagles. That's what the New York Giants got to face. There's three losses there. 
They finished with eight I, wins. I, think, I see them finishing with eight wins. I think they're going to miss, and I think either the Seahawks or the Lions are going to get in. There the Packers go. would have to run the table. I don't think that's going to happen. They're not out but of it. But they're not though. out of it. They are certainly not out of it. I don't think the Giants are going to end up making it, and I think the Seahawks are backsliding, and they are what we thought they were. Sorry, Denny. And Geno still has had moments. Like you even said it. Geno made a couple throws yesterday where he's still. You know, they, they got down early. They didn't have Kenneth Walker. That's going to hurt them maybe if they're forced to play catcher. But their defense stinks again right now. Yeah. Their Seahawks defense stinks. I mean, I, I think they are kind of who we thought they are. Uh, they were. I think that's certainly the case for the Giants. Like, I... She, uh, what is it? I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, do we make a bet on the Lions to make the playoffs right now? I wonder what you can get that at. I didn't look this morning. But I've been thinking about it, the way they've played at home and how good that offense looks and how efficient that offense looks and how well Goff has played. Yurko and I have been pretty staunch critics of Jared Goff, but he's playing well. But that line... We've got to do a two-banger, kid. That line is playing really well. We need a two-banger. What, two-banger for what? Jacksonville making it. And Detroit, and Detroit making it. We need to double bang it, kid. <laughs> double bang. Yeah, Here, do a two-team parlay let's, let's on that thing. Odds. No parlays. Carm, a two-team banger, not an individual bet. I don't know how you make a bet. I don't know how you make a parlay like that. You in the can. Futures. You can't well, do it on the future. Sure, you well, can. I mean, I guess if you I could, can do that. Yeah. The Masters winner yeah, and yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl no, winner. I, of course, you can I, do no, it. I, I didn't mean to say that. I meant like on. On two make, I, I guess you could. The odds to make the playoff for the Jags at five and eight are like uh, you, they, they've got to be twenty five, thirty to one. Let me see, and you uh, you pop that with the Detroit one making the playoffs, Carm. Just making the play, just winning games. That's all we're asking. The Jags, see you, boy. See, Maybe we got to hang on on the Jags. They got the oh man. They got the, the tough Cowboys. schedule. They got the Jets, 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 Texans, and they finish up with the Titans. The Titans might be the series, the one right at the end of the year to decide who gets to go in and who doesn't go in. It might be, and now the Jags already have the they got the, one, the win, one against win against them. them. But they got the Cow- oh, Cowboys in Jayville. What they do to the Colts last year when the Colts are going to make the play with playoffs? You get the they Cowboys in Jayville. That ain't fun. You you've been to Jacksonville. You know what it's like, right? I've never been to Jacksonville. It's like going to Buffalo. Not much to I do. You can only go eat chicken I, I gotta so be many honest, times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But that's my point. You get to Jayville, not a lot to do. Kind of, what city are we in? I loved it when I was there. What kind of city? And the next thing you know, you're out there in the sun a little bit, but Dallas is used to it. And the Jaguars are playing inspirational football in front of their 37,000 fans. And the you know good good things might happen for the Jaguars. That's what I'm watching. Is that a seven point seven and a half point spread on that one already? I you know you can probably That's find a look those. ahead on That's that. That's one of those I got my eyes on right now. Jacksonville. This going into this week, and let me tell you, the kid is hot in the cover five. The Urko is smoking. I'm up to number four in the country. No, that's in our Number four. Pool, oh, in Chicago? In, in Chicago. What's well, our pool? 1,200 I mean, plus people in the city of Chicago, right? Um, 1,200 plus I, I people in the city of Chicago. I think you have to be geolocked for that. I think no. you can play anywhere. Well, it's I a mean, free... We, wherever we talk to our people. Wherever at. our listeners are, Where, you wherever know, they could be playing. Wherever our people are at. So we've been playing all year. Uh, we've, we've encouraged you to get in on the cover five. It's fun. It's a great app. And wait till March Madness, too. And wait till March Madness. We did it last year for March Madness. Wait till March Madness, Carm. So it's free, but you could still test your handicapping skills and win. There's a $100 weekly prize. There's a $1,000 cash prize at the end of the year. Yurko can't win that, but he's in fourth place. Black, I think, fourth. is in seventh. 
What's Chris is in the top? 15th. 15th. I'm 15th. Yeah. Okay. 15th. Carmen, you're 71st. Yeah. Se- I missed a week and I'm still pissed about Chris that. Chris is where I was last week. Yeah. And I made up some ground. Last week, I had a terrible week. I dropped to like 40th, yeah. but I'm back up into the uh, top 20. That's I had a good. 68 point week, Carmen. That's huge. I was third out of 1,200 people last week. That's huge. And if Kansas City didn't piddle it down their pant leg at the end of that game. You had a 68 point week? 68 point week. What did you have? Third overall. Jack, 17 and a half. There you go. Philadelphia, 19 and a half. Nice hit. San Francisco. That was the easiest 24 one. 24 and a half. Good for you. Carolina, nine and a half. And KC was up. At some point, KC was my biggest win. And then they decided, hey, let's take the foot off the accelerator again. I, I went uh, against Denver. I went four and one. But you know what I did? See that yeah. last one? Yeah. I had San Fran. I took them out and I put Miami in. Yesterday morning. That's a big mistake. You think? Big mistake. I had Tampa in when I set it on, like, Friday night. I, I locked in my cover five. Locked in. I mean, you could still change it. And I outthought it. I, I second-guessed. You only and, hurt the team. And yesterday morning, I would have went 5-0, and oh, and I would have had that Tampa, uh, and Tampa with, or excuse me, the, the Niners, too, which was an easy-peasy cover. And instead, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw Miami in there. I faded my guy. This is what I get. I faded my guy Herbert. That's what I get. Yeah, you didn't believe Minus in Purdy. Nine. You didn't believe in Purdy. It's a four and one. You didn't believe in Purdy. I don't know, Yurk. I just it wasn't that. I was pretty convinced the Niners were going to pound them. I just at the last minute, I'm like, well, what if Brady would like? He's got a hundred family members there. Like, what if he does something magical and they get some weird backdoor cover? Because it was three and a half. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what if it's some weird fluky thing and the Niners win late on a field goal and Br- uh, I get Brady it. ball? I, I I don't know. I was I, I the, the Tampa's terrible. I don't know what I was thinking. Why I talked myself out of it? Yeah, They're terrible. terrible. Think long, think I, long. You know, I always I tell you that. And it was my only loss in my the Carmen, one that really matters for me is the pool. On minor gut a, reactions. I go through it. I just hit 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 five quick. And I leave it alone. Don't even think about it. I, the the one I really care about that I stand to make a substantial amount of money in is the big media pool. We do the pick five. You got to pick five, five games against the spread. Right. I finished second place last year behind Cap. I'm where I'm chasing Ryan McGuffey over at NBC Sports now. By and how many? T- I'm chasing Teddy Greenstein. Ma, Teddy. Uh, I want to just get in. I want to make sure I'm in the money. I think uh, I'm like. Uh, Two wins out of being at least in the money. And I did the same thing. I went four and one and I took San Fran out and I put Miami in. You'd have been five and oh. Pissed. With twenty games left. And you think you gotta go what? Sixteen and four, fourteen I'm have and to six? Really finish you're gonna have to go on a Yeah. You're gonna I, have to go on yesterday a run. Yesterday helped because I went four and one, so that's good. But yeah, it's like uh, man. Well, I was so can, mad at myself. City games, one that's crazy. Yeah. It's covered all day. All day. All day it covers. Well, when you've got those big spreads, though, man, it's sometimes hard to keep that margin, you know? Right. Like, Well, I mean, you're well, up 21 if, points. Holmes doesn't go, like, I mean, Mitch Trubisky and start throwing just yeah, terrible a interceptions. Of, well, one of them was, like, really inexplicable. But, like, Waddle always says they'll never tell him to woe that thing because he's like Favre. What They're about, like, the, what about he, the no-look he had Dude, it's amazing. No-look pass to McKinnon ends up as a touchdown, Amazing. Right? Yeah. So for every interception, you get you get one of those, and you're like, all right, you got to take the good with the bad, and there you have the facts of life. I don't know which, uh, maybe it was Van Pelt at night, or I can't remember which highlight package I was watching, but the the person doing the highlights had a funny line. He goes, he throws it like a loaf of bread, and it was like a perfect spiral, and it was like, what? he? And that's what, you're not going to coach it it's out of him. rugby just, toss right there. Yeah. Chill rugby toss right there, Carm. It's unbelievable, man. You want to spin that one across the field? He's mesmerizing to watch because you never are quite sure. 
You're, you know, you're like, maybe it is a disastrous interception. Yeah. Or maybe he throws the football like a loaf of bread to Jarek yeah. McKinnon who runs it in. For, I mean, it just, uh, it's just good times. Stuff like that make him uh, fascinating to watch. Three one two three three two ESPN. Uh, Chelly's going to join us coming up. We'll talk some puck with him. Uh, the Capitals come to town. Ovechkin's in town. 797. Does he think he'll break Gretzky's record? Had he? Had he? He might. He's got five goals in his last three games, I think. We'll talk to Chelly coming up next. Carmen and Yurko. Follow at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64 on Twitter. On ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. Carmen and Yurk, hope you had a great weekend. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv. Download the Twitch app. Join the chat there. Don't forget about the Holiday Fail Contest. Somebody, uh, every day again this week, just like last week, walks away at the end of our show with a $200 gift package courtesy Omaha Steak. So send us your fails. Cooking fails, lighting fails, uh, decorations gone awry. Sledding fails. Sledding fails. Anything. You know, in sledding, you ended up out on the ice, and you almost drowned because the ice cracked up underneath you. Any holiday fail, send it to us on Twitter. Use the hashtag CJHolidayFail. You got gored by a deer antler. You know, something. You went to feed the the deer thinking it's a domesticated animal. It is not, and you were gored by a deer. Blackhawks make a national TV tomorrow night, Yurko. They'll be on home ice against Ovi and the Caps, and... To talk about the game, uh, it's been great watching him as part of the the ESPN coverage this year. When I pop these guys on, one of our all time favorites, Chris Chelios, joins Carmen and Yurko now on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. Chelly, how are you? Good guys, how are you guys doing? We're, we're doing well. Excellent. I know how much you love coming back into town. I'm, I'm assuming uh, you'll find time to sneak over to Cut maybe and grab a steak at some point. That's tonight with my analyst friends, the ESPN. Carmen, uh, not Cara, got stuck with your guys. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> I wish, Jimmy. Oh, my God. I I hear your name so yeah. much. It's tough. Yeah, but my, anyway, with my phone's Steve, not ringing. Steve Messier, <laughs> yeah, Steve Messier and Steve Levy, we're going to hit cut up tonight. One of our favorite spots, yeah. I love it. Uh, how's how's the season been going? I mean, do you, do you enjoy the schedule? Do you enjoy kind of doing the national stuff that you guys have been doing? And how's the season played out for you so far? I do. Uh, I have a lot more respect for what you guys do. Because it's, uh, I'm not good at sitting around um, and reading and, and doing all the research, but uh, it was a lot easier to play. But, you know, working with guys that you like makes it a lot easier. Uh, you know, watching a sport, obviously, I've played my whole life. And being a little bit relevant now uh, because I'm back with ESPN and obviously the Hawks with the ambassador role. Uh, I was away for a little bit, but it's great to be back in the thick of things. And, you know, now this time of year, uh, you know, now you start seeing the teams that are going to rise and playoff teams and, and, and teams that are legit playoff Stanley Cup contenders. What do you think about uh, Ovi's pursuit of Gretzky's record, Shelly? I mean, he's like, I think he's about 95, 97 away or something like that. Goals, um, that is. Goals, yeah, his goals record. Um, I know he's been hot here lately. I think he's got four or five goals in his last three games, and he's going to be uh, the game that you guys are doing tomorrow. But what do you think about his pursuit of that record, and can he hold on here and, uh, and pass Gretzky, which I don't think anybody ever thought was going to be possible. No, and that old saying of records are made to be broken. No, I would have never imagined uh, that someone would touch Gretz uh, in that category. Uh, not going to get him for points. I don't think that one's a, a that's a keeper. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
What Ovechkin's done is durability, first of all. It's not like he played around the perimeter. He scores goals from everywhere on his back and uses his strength. He's got that big shot. So uh, he's earned it. There's no question. And still earning it. And, he's, you know, you talk to guys around the league, they all love him. Probably don't love playing against him, but his teammates have the utmost respect for him. And that's for me, that's one of the most important things. Uh, good team player, great team guy. Um, and now... You know he could he could taste it, and I think he's he's going to do it. You know he's going to try and break that record if, if for wh- however he can. He's just got to stay healthy, and mm. you know you watch him score, he still celebrates like it was his first goal. So he, he loves it. Yeah, does he does he catch the Hawks at the right time? One eight and one in their last ten, uh, currently at the bottom. Uh, did, does he get the Hawks at the right time? Unfortunately, I would say yes. Uh, but the Hawks, here's what the Hawks, you know, when they when they play the right way, you know, they don't out, out you know, allow those outnumbered situations, the two-on-ones, the three-on-ones, and, and gamble. They keep games close. The problem with that is they can't find the offense, right? So at some point when they start getting some of these kids right goal and, and some other picks to create some more offense, it's going to be tough for them. But they can play competitively, and they're going to have to do that you know, against Washington because they got so many weapons, starting with, you know, obviously Ovechkin and Ochi and, and, and you know, you got Carlson at the point. So uh, it's going to be tough. I think Mrazek's back. Um, mm. Just a little bit of history with Mrazek and Ovechkin. He had 17 shots on Mrazek one game when I was with Detroit, and that was kind of the game plan that Mrazek's got Ovechkin and everybody else takes everybody else away. <laughs> and I'll be damned, he stopped, That's amazing. He stopped 18 shots. Uh, and that was Blashell's game plan. So hopefully Mrazek's got that uh, another one in him like that because he, he always gets open. You, you can't cover him when he's on his offside. He's just going to find that lane. doesn't matter, you know, what angle he's at on the goal line or, you know, up high, and he's going to find that lane. It's just, you know, Mrazek's got to know that's the shot that's coming. Got a challenge and hopefully you know swallow him up in his stomach. Tell, somebody tell Luke. Shots. Somebody tell Luke Richardson. That's an, I've never heard that. That's a great game plan. You've got Ovi. We'll take everybody else. I love it. Chris Chelios is our guest. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. Speaking of records, Patrick Kane's going to set the record. I would think here, Chelly, for the uh, all-time leading score amongst American-born players. I, I don't know exactly that number either. I think he's a couple of hundred behind Mike Madano. He's going to do it. He's another guy that seems totally motivated to stay healthy and to keep playing. Do you think at some point he's going to go to management and say, look, this isn't for me anymore. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll waive the no-move clause. I'm a free agent at the end of the year. Um, you guys get something. Send me to a more competitive team. Do you think that's going to happen at some point this season? You know what? I'm going to go back, and I hate talking about myself, but I was in the same position as Patrick was other than the success he had with the Hawks. That makes it that much tougher to do that, to walk up there and allow them to trade him and give him the green light to start you know, shopping him around and find you know, somewhere that he's you know, we're a really competitive team, and the Hawks obviously want to cash in on some picks and some, you know, young draft, you know, players. So, again, that's – I tell you what, he doesn't show it poker face. He has no poker face because I've talked to him a few times, and quite honestly, I, I think he just doesn't know what he wants to do. Mm. It, it's tough leaving the city, what he's done, him and Taser, and that's obviously the talk of the town. It's getting around that time of the year now where those conversations are going to heat up. Um, so quite honestly, that, that's totally up to Kaner. 
and it, it's no one's fault. It's you know if he does ask to leave, it's time, and and I'm sure it's going to be uh, on good terms. And maybe at some point, if if he does leave, he'll come back and finish as a hawk. I don't know, but quite honestly, I, I got to believe it's one of the toughest decisions he's going to have to make ever. Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, here's a list you know a thing or two about because you're pretty high on it. Is Kaner the best American-born player to ever play in the NHL? Well, I'm going to, you know, without points, I don't judge by points, wins, especially, you know, Stanley Cup championships. I got to say yes. Madonna, I mean, when you're talking great players, they're, they're just different, right? And they're both great players. But Kaner, I'm going to give him the edge because of what he's accomplished individually and from a team aspect. So, yeah, as far as I'll give him the forwards. I'm still better than him at defense. So I'm going I'm I'm to hold that belt. Without a doubt. There's no, no, no doubt about it. Uh, it's a broadcasting family now. Kaylee's doing great work. Do you get a chance to check it out uh, from time to time? And what do you think of the job she's doing? You know, and I do my best in between periods when I'm at the games to catch her. And at home, it's easy, obviously, when she's in the studio. I love listening to her. She, you know, every year she's gotten better. You know, when she started with Tampa, you know, Raw and like anybody else, it just took, you know, it's repetitive. And she does her homework. You know, she paid her dues. She's five years at Northwestern in journalism. And, and you guys know that's one of the greatest schools yeah. in the world for, for that field. There's been so many, you know, people in, in, in the industry that, that have come out of there. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's great. You know, it's, it's just as good as every bit as good as, you know, when my son played, you know, for Detroit for that, you know, that stint there mm. for two weeks. And in any capacity, when your kids are you know doing something they love for a living and it's great to see her up there in the booth and you know doing spot duty sometimes uh doing color uh and i I love it i really do i'm hoping to do something with her tomorrow night because we're covering that game obviously uh at the at the rink and kaylee's got the day out so i might tell her to sneak in the booth with us uh, and take a little pressure off dad that would be great we'll be watching tomorrow have fun at cut tonight say hi to david and maddie over there uh, have a great holiday, too, Shelly. It's always good catching up with you. Yeah, same to you guys. All the best. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, buddy. We'll talk to you later. There's Chris Chelios. Uh, of course, he's going to cut with the fellas tonight. Last time I was at cut, Chelly was there. He was going to go and, with us? Uh, I know. I love I it. I'm looking at my phone. No, not, not an invitation a yet. Few, a few months ago, I, I happened to be dining there, and Shelly was there, and we we uh, we chatted for a little while. He's the best. Love talking. I caught him up at uh, Murphy's one time after a Cubs game. Oh, yeah. That sounds it's about, about right. the sixth inning. Yeah. Yeah, hey, he's over there alone sitting at the bar. He's, what are you doing? He's the best. What, are you, what the hell's going on? Retire his number already, please, on the west side. What are we doing? I think it's going to be him and Seabrook. Okay. You think? I'm cool well, with that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'm acknowledging the moment where it's going to take place. Come on. It's got to It's happen. like they did with Magnuson and Pierre Pelot. Yeah, Pierre Pelot, yes. Yeah, right? It's got to happen. He's French. Yeah. Pierre Pelot. Pierre, he's French Canadian. Oh, Pierre, Pierre Pelot. Pierre Pelot. We will talk about our players, <laughs> our players of the weekend coming up next. We speak like a Maurice Chevalier. <laughs> <laughs> How about the French? Uh, that game was thrilling on Saturday. Yeah. This World Cup has been great. Yeah, it's been very, very satisfying. Yeah, awesome. France, England. Yeah, it was what great. a chance with Harry Kane to ball on his foot from the penalty spot. Right what did he do? There. He airmailed he, it. He baggioed it. Some people... Treat the penalty kicks the way the English do, and others treat it the way the Croatians do. You're glad that your side treats it the way they do. Our players of the weekend. Did you miss some Carmen and Yurko? You don't have to miss anything. Podcasts are ready on the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.
Don't forget to get us your holiday fails. You got about 20 minutes. Not even, actually. A little bit less than that. So send them to us via Twitter. Use the hashtag CJ Holiday Fail. CJ Holiday Fail. And someone's going to win a $200 Omaha Steaks prize pack. Are you kidding? Time for our Players of the Weekend. We do it every Monday. Just talk about some of the things that wowed us from the weekend. Brought to you by the Pride Stores. 15 Chicagoland locations and counting. Visit one today. Our Whistle Pig single barrel picks should be... I got to get an update on that. We picked... Uh, yeah, we had one lucky... Li- a couple of lucky listeners had the opportunity to sit down with me and the folks over at the Pride Stores back in the late summer, early fall. Right. Probably sometime in September. And we got to pick a uh, Whistle Pig single barrel. We tried three different. We picked one, and that should be for sale sometime soon. I will follow up. Right on around that. the corner, huh? Right around the corner. Yeah, yeah it should be. It right should be. Hopefully for the holidays. Our there. few barrels are uh, for sale now uh, over at Benny's. Have, the report is ours are gone. I'm going to stop at Benny's tomorrow to do uh, some holiday shopping. You'll say hello? I'm going to say hello and uh, grab some whiskey. Don't worry about the good kid. Uh, you really? You don't want me to get you anything? And then uh, I don't have to if you don't want me to. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> We have our final whiskey you of the year this week. Come on, baby. Where are you going to Holiday Sovereign? Time. Where are you going, Sovereign? We're going back to Sovereign in downtown Plainfield. Yeah. It is a spectacular, spectacular whiskey bar. Yeah. Great food, cool ambiance. There's going to be a specialty cocktail as everybody arrives. Oh, oh. And then we're trying How about that? Hudson whiskey from New York. Uh, we're going to try their maple finished. We're going to try the rye. We're going to try some bourbon. They've got one that they're finishing in maple syrup casks, ex-maple uh, syrup casks. Right, so right. That's going to be good. Um, so come see us. Remember, these are free to join. It's our last one of free the year. Free to join. Uh, come by 630 to 830 this Wednesday, Sovereign in Plainfield. Now let's talk about our players of the weekend. You sort of hinted before you were going to go yeah. with a certain tight end. I- I'm going to go with a certain tight end only because the tight ends besides uh, Kelsey have really not performed this year. They it's really been haven't. a very, very down year for the tight end position. Uh, Mark Andrews injured. But uh, Evan Ingram, Jacksonville Jaguars, it was apparent early in the game that they were going to go to him. He had over 100 yards right here. Uh, he had 11 receptions for 162 yards wow. and two touchdowns. Man, he finished with buck 62. With two tutties, even more importantly, because Justin Jefferson had himself a 200-plus yard day. Right. Didn't result in any touchdowns. Right. So some would say, boy, a 200-yard receiving game, that's pretty darn good, Yurko. Mm. And I would normally say, yes, that is pretty darn good, except for the fact the tight end position has been non-existent this year. And I have to acknowledge with the young man who used to play for the New York football giants, did specifically this weekend in a must-win game for the Jacksonville Excellent Jaguars against the Tennessee Titans. And Jefferson's not a bad nomination either. He really yeah. is special, but oh. uh, he didn't find the end zone, and they no. lost. But he no. is a special player. Merck, who are you going with? I'm going to go with um, what, what it's just described a story before the year you never thought would happen. Brock Purdy's parents bought tickets for this game against Tampa because they were huge Tom Brady fans, and they wanted to see Tom Brady play in San Francisco, mm. and they ended up seeing their son dominate the dominate game him. as the 49ers won 35-7. to So I'm going to give it to uh, Brock Purdy. That's a good call. And he played well. Like yeah, you're gonna say, He's getting well. the ball out. Don't yep. turn it over. Uh, he's getting Tam- to the right t- spots, too. T- Tampa right now is an abomination. Though. Yeah, they're and bad it, it is hard to judge yeah. uh, because they're that bad. Yeah. Black, who are you going with? 
So I, I think this weekend was the first weekend where we saw actually decent and good NBA games mm. uh, throughout uh, here in the early part of the season. So give a shout out to Zion Williamson and the Zion? Pelicans. Ooh. Not only did he have 35 points on Friday night, he also had 35 points yesterday. Both games against the Suns in a strange scheduling situation where the Suns and Pels played in New Orleans on Friday night. And then the Suns stayed in New Orleans and then played the Pels again on Sunday. Two teams that hate each other from the playoffs last year. right? And Zion Williamson right now looks like he's an unstoppable force. He's averaging 30 points in the month of December per game. And he is playing like point forward, get out of my way, you can't stop me basketball. And uh, switch out to Zion because finally we're seeing a healthy Zion Williamson in the NBA and he's playing well. Did you see what happened at, after the game on Friday night? Yeah. Yeah, Chris Paul's a loser. Yeah, Chris yeah. Paul really is something. I mean, what a salty, acerbic. Little scrappy do. Uh, man. Someone man. just needs to choke slam him on the court. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. Really he is such a cheap shot artist. It's always it's all been. He does. It's always been for years. knock against he's him. He's a Hall of Famer, but he's a jerk. Yeah, he's a jerk. Use the word. He's a jerk. Rhymes with well, they can't stand him. Use Nobody can stand him. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, that's always kind of been the thing. But they all know his greatness. He is great. Of course he is. Uh, Zion, I totally second everything Chris said. Uh, the, 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 the 360, and it's not just that. It's the <laughs> way he so effortlessly moves on the floor for a guy his size. I don't know how you stop that. He's like a Mack truck that also happens to be moving like a Ferrari. Like on, on more more than fifty percent of their possessions, he's the one that brings the ball up. So like they don't even say go sit on the block. Like he just brings the ball and yeah. he has the defense he's facing not, him. Yeah, he's and not he attacks. on the block. Yeah, no. it's it's pretty incredible. They're they're in first place in the West. He if he does not get hurt, we, and I think after his second year, we all sort of got a glimpse of this because he played about sixty games. I feel like and we're like, oh okay, like this is. This is legit stuff. This is translating, and this guy is fast and strong, and he can finish around the rim, and he can play above the rim. I mean, there's nothing not to like about Zion. You just have to keep your fingers crossed that, that, that he stays healthy. The league is better when he's playing like this, when he's in it. He is a legitimate superstar caliber player when he's on the floor and he's healthy. He's that good. Uh, I'll go with my guy, Justin Herbert. He threw for almost 360 yards last night. I know he only threw one touchdown. Uh, but he threw for almost 360 yards. He completed more than 75% of his passes. They basically said, you have to go win this game for us. Their defense really played well. I'll give them credit. I think without Tyreek Hill being healthy, it becomes a lot easier. But they took the, without Derwin James, it was impressive. They did a good job of taking the middle of the field away. Um, Tyreek not being able to run around changes things dramatically for the Dolphins, so that helped. But they basically set an offense like, Okay, go win the game. Mike Williams is back. You got your two receivers. Go win it for us. And Justin Herbert did exactly that. I thought he was brilliant. I thought your player of the game was going to be the over in the Army-Navy game. No, but it uh, actually 17, 37. The over was 32 and a half. Yeah. 16 years in a row. The under came in. Carm, you sat here and you told the world what? Well, Mike and I were talking about it in the odds couple. The, The trend had been in those service academy games, the under. But Mike had pointed out the games where... It was 16 games in a row. They set the number at 32 and a half, very low. Right. Uh, in all those previous 16 games where the under came in, nine of them would have come Th- over. That's what Mike had had. Nine yes. of them would have come over that. So he did give that little yes, tidbit out on the show on Friday. On the and with couple. 17 points scored in the fourth quarter in overtime. 17 points scored in overtime, Carm. 
Wow. How about that? <laughs> that pushes it over there for you. There you go. That's where you – it took overtime, but the yeah. overtime came in. Merck, you laid a big number this week. What was it? Did you win that game? You were laying – oh, no. You, were, you laid – Oh, well, you laid Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, that yeah. was a loser. How did Paulie Cheesecake do this week? Well, he lost with Miami. Kansas City, he lost. 3-0. No. no. <laughs> yeah, but trust me. He'll come in, it's 3-0. 3-0, <laughs> Mom. Hold on. Yeah, Dallas. I was listening last yeah, week. Yeah, I was listening from home last week, yeah. and, and you guys are like, Paulie, how'd you yeah. do? He's like, ah, oh, 3-0, so of course. <laughs> now, let's see. He went 0-3. We'll see what he says. Let's see week. what he calls and says on, on Thursday. Thursday. Because he had Dolphins minus three and a half, Wrong. Dallas minus seventeen, no. and Chiefs minus nine and a half. Yeah, those are three losers. Loser, loser, loser. Zero oh, and three for Paulie. He so laid the wood. If he calls up and he goes, "Hey guys, I went three and zero," oh. <laughs> the math is not checking out properly. Uh, let's. Well, you know, hold on. I want to talk to Philly Sid, especially because the to hurt too. But we yeah. got to take a quick break. Sid, sit tight. He's always got good thoughts on what's happening with the Eagles. It's a big week for him. It's Bears and Eagles this week. But we were talking about Hurts and Fields and Fields and Hurts. And Jalen Hurts is now your favorite to win the NFL MVP award. Pretty remarkable. I don't think many people would have thought that one. Now, I don't think anybody thought that outside of Jalen's family when the season started. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. See what Carmen and Yurko are talking about on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up in 10 minutes. Hope everyone's enjoying their Monday fun weekend of NFL. Bears had the bye. Six teams on bye. Kind of screwed a lot of people, I think, jockeying for position in fantasy. Because there were some big names that weren't available to teams. You know, you know, Rodgers, Alvin Kamara, not available. Yeah. Yeah, it, it hurt. It hurt me in, in one Terry league. Terry McLaurin. I, I got destroyed in one league. Brian Robinson Brian Jr. Robinson. I got I got destroyed uh, because Cordell of Patterson, Drake London. Week 16 was just terrible for me. Week it was. 16? No, this week. 14. This week, week 14. Yeah, week 14. It's terrible for me. A couple weeks Life ahead, goes yeah. on, though. Nobody cares. Real quick. Life goes on. Here's Matt Eberflus. Here's an update on Brisker and Gordon as the Bears uh, did reconvene for a little bit today and the coaching st- and uh, the coach met the media. Here's an update on Brisker and Gordon, uh, each of whom missed each of the last two games. Those guys are off of protocol. Uh, so, you know, uh, Brisker and, uh, and Gordon, both are off of protocol. They should be all squared away. It's important for us to be able to wrap those guys up uh, they've been working with strength staff and, and doing those types of things and running on the side, but we got to make sure we ramp them up the right way um, coming Wednesday and then working through the rest of the week. Great. It's great to get them back. We're excited about it. You know, having uh, Gordon there as the nickel, um, that'll be a big piece for us going forward. You know, a lot of teams play 11 personnel, so we'll be in that group a lot. And then obviously the, the impact that Brisker has, you know, with his hitting and his, his ball hawking skills. Uh, so we're excited to get both those guys back. A lot of three uh, wide receiver sets, indeed. A lot of 11 personnel coming this way with the Eagles rolling into town. With Watkins, with Brown, with uh, Smith, they will have their hands full. Here is Eberflus. You guys figure out anything during the bye week? They use their mini bye well. What about their actual bye? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do think so. we, we finished, you know, figured a couple things out. Uh, just more about situations, how we can improve, um, how we can enhance our players uh, to do what they do well. Uh, so I'm excited about looking at that. Man, is there any value 
I don't know if you've done this throughout the season to look back at what you guys did last year against opponents. Like obviously, you played the Bills last year. You played Josh Allen. Is there value in looking at that tape or showing or seeing things schematically that you did as you prepare for this? For, yeah, I mean, yeah, there is. We always look at that. You know, we look at like opponents. So, like we like for example, if you have an offense that's similar to your offense, a defense defense that's similar to yours, you look and see how they attacked that particular team, what they did. Um, you looked at your past when you played a particular opponent. Um, you know, maybe change things, change things up some, you know, because they're going to obviously look at that game too. Um, so you always want to change your looks up and change a little bit of your design, um, how you design the offensive plays and defensive schemes. So, yeah, always look at all those things. There's a pretty big dog in Week 15 catching nine at home against the, what now, 12-1 and uh, one Philadelphia Eagles. Um, or no, I'm sorry, they've got to be, are they 13-1? and one? Because everybody's played 14 at this point, right, Yurko? Are they 13 and 1? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, There's four games left for everybody. Four games left. Okay, so, so 12 everybody's and one. at 13. My bad, my bad. Yeah. 12, everybody's at 13. 13. We're going yes. into week 15. There you go. 12 and 1. Uh, I will say this the trend has been pretty good for teams getting this many points this year. Anybody uh, getting more than a touchdown this season is 24 and 16 against the number. You covering at a 60% clip. That's pretty amazing. So teams in the Bears spot have done well, at least staying within that number. We'll see how the Bears do, and we'll talk a lot about that game as the week goes on. Merck, give us a couple of uh, the best stories today from Twitter for the holiday fails, and we got to pick a winner. Who's okay. getting the $200 right, so Omaha Steaks I've gift card? I've nailed it down to two here. One's uh, a, a visual component. He took it off his ring uh, doorbell camera. Uh, Matthew Remain Christmas light decorating, and my son got a little tangled up. Got to love the ring camera. So his son falls all over the the um, Was uh, like tangled the up in the lights. He got caught in the lights and fell I on his like face. That. So that's that one. Poor uh, kid fell on his face, but yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, and he's all right. Uh, the second one is from Fire Marshal Bob. Took the family out to cut down a fresh tree after about a week. We noticed unusually amount of needles on the floor. Christmas Eve morning, woke up to the entire top of the tree bare. Looked at the wall and was covered in bugs. Praying mantis nest hatched. That's disgusting and praying scary. mantis. Praying mantis. It's where the female eats the male after they copulate. Oh Carm. my god! You know that, right? I mean, Fire Marshal Bob's got. I'm also looking at the. You're going to have a bunch of headless uh, praying mantises running around there. A praying mantis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also looking at the video of this poor kid getting all tripped up on the lights. That's a big fail. I mean, like, he took, he literally face planted onto the sidewalk. Yeah. Tangled say, up in uh, blue. Tangled up in blue, kid. I say it's Fire Marshal Bob. What do you guys think? That works for me. I mean, that's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I, I think, Bob, I think that's a, um, that would be startling yeah. to, to be ready for your presence and your beautiful Christmas morning. And then the tree is all over the floor. and That's yeah. bad. That's bad on the wall. That's I'll, like the I'll, squirrel yeah. coming out of a uh, No good. <laughs> I'll go with the field marshal. All right, there we go, Come Bob. We got, let's get through these two callers. This one guy's got a gambling question. Let's go to Philly State. All right, Bobby's a winner. We'll do it again tomorrow. CJ Holiday Fail. That's uh, where you send your stories on Twitter. Philly State, what's up, buddy? talking earlier about Justin Fields and whether or not it's possible for him to do what's going on in Philly right now with Hurts. And I say it's really all about avoiding the current atmosphere that we live in. And I got to have instant gratification and be patient with him and keep the supporting staff that he has now around him. This is only the first time since he was a high school football player Mm -hmm. that Jalen Hurts is playing in the same offensive system with the same offensive coordinator in back-to-back years. And that's a big part of why he's improved as much as he has. He's put a lot of personal work into it, 
But to go all the way back to high school as the last time that you can say you played in the same offensive system with the same play caller and you went all the way through college and played at Alabama and at Oklahoma, that's pretty amazing. So keep this nucleus around him, keep developing him, and then hope that your front office guys know how to put the pieces around him. And, yes, he will be a stud. That's the other key point. Sid, thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. That's the other key point. Now you got to go out and find guys like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, whether you're acquiring them via trade or you're drafting them 100%. Ryan's on the Stevenson. Go ahead, Ryan. All right, yeah, I know how much you love your parlays, Carm, but I had a seven-legger down to the last leg. I need Patriots money line tonight. The payout's two grand. Right now they're offering me 9-11 cash out. I don't want to cash out. Do I hedge? I mean, on the if you're going to hedge, yeah, you just have to do it. So, I mean, what, what's the Cardinals money line right now? It's probably it's like plus 105. Plus, it's even, basically. Really? Are they only plus 105? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you'd need to spend, uh, I'm trying to think real quick here, 500. I mean, if I'm you, I probably take. About 700? Yeah. I probably take the 900 cash out and be done with it. Yeah, wash I mean, your hands of it. Uh, that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, you hit six of them, be happy. Yeah, God bless you. I know you're leaving a little bit just over half on the table, but I think I would take the cash out and run. The game's more important for the Patriots at this point in terms of playoff standings and everything else like that. Like, they're trying to stay in the playoff picture. Um, I just don't like the Cardinals at home either. They don't win They don't win these games at home. So well, One in six. One and six, right? Yeah, I mean, look at their record with uh, since he got there at home. It's one and six this year, and it's not more impressive. It's not much more impressive the last couple of years. So, I don't know, Ryan. I think you, I think you take the money and run. That's a nice little profit. You hit six legs. Be happy. Take the money. If you want to reinvest a little bit, go ahead and maybe do that. I mean, that'd probably be my best advice to you. But you got to cash that baby out. That'd be my advice. We're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up next. We'll see what they got cooking to get you home today. Uh, uh, So we'll do that coming up in just two minutes. Yurko's got the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Blitz coming off the corner for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, they get a sack. They force a fumble into the end zone. The trifecta, it's a touchdown for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Todd Bowles, stoic as always. Not an expression on him. No emotion whatsoever.